Go home. Go home. Go home. Alright guys, and welcome to episode 41 of the Go Home Show. I am your host, Eric Bedour, along with my co-host, best friend, tag team partner, Brian Abishakar. Brian? How are you doing today? <laughs> what? That What happened? We're off to a hot start. Why would you halt it? Why would you uh, halt oh, our I red hold. hot start? Brian, Brian, we yeah. have, mm-hmm. we are a ball rolling downhill we can't be stopped the way you it's impossible it's literally impossible to stop a ball rolling down a hill uh-huh. balls rolling down a hill i know you're listening to this listen no one can stop you please don't go in the rain gutter but do not we can't get you out then and then we have to buy a new ball and we don't want to do that no because i only got one can there's, of tennis balls that's all we have and there's three and i only i like opening the whole thing right away. It's like Pringles. Absolutely. But pr- if Pringles had like a, a thing at the top. There it is. And then they smelled like tires. That's just weird. That's the worst. Uh-huh. Do you like the smell of tires? Uh, I like the smell of gasoline. You like the smell of gas? Yeah. That's gross. Yeah, I know. Do you like the sm- I like the smell of bleach. I like the smell of bleach. Yeah? Uh-huh. I like the smell of chlorine. Yeah. Yeah? Me too. But you like the smell of gasoline. Gasoline's dirty. No, man. It's like uh, garlic. Hey, guys. Mega64 podcast question of the week. Go ahead and email podcast at mega64.com. What are your favorite smells? <laughs> <laughs> i hope rocco uh, opens the podcast email and goes what the fuck is this me too <laughs> it's gonna be good because it's gonna be in about like two weeks yeah and so we're not gonna remember no what- I, not at all Mm-mm. i won't remember this in 10 minutes oh no no hell, hell no this is car- compartmentalized and we move on uh this is a very special episode of the go home show we're recording uh, from our old stomping grounds, Mega 64 Studios. That's right. Uh, Brian happened to be in the area. I was driving from work, so I said, hey, let's do it in this area. Also, that's good because I got a little bit of Christmas shopping done. Oh, uh, hell yeah. I bought some beer for my brother in a hell growler. Oh, yeah. So, uh, I tried to go to Manzanita, but it was like fucking packed. I bet it was. Yep. But yeah. Butcher's, nice and empty. Went oh, over, cool. got, got my brother a growler from from Butcher's. Hell yeah. Hey, Kyle, I know you're listening to this as you are not only my biggest fan, but the biggest fan of professional wrestling out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you think my brother could name three wrestlers? I think he could. You think so? I think he definitely could. Wow. We used to play WCW versus NWO Revenge together and always go after the tag team titles and uh-huh. like we would cheat and beat the shit out of people. Oh yeah. Like, it was the best. I bet you Kyle knows more about wrestling than you think. Ah, uh, that'd be weird. I yeah. wonder if he remembers Glacier. I'm sure he remembers Glacier. Glacier's like the first wrestler that I ever saw and I went, whoa, this is like fucking crazy. Yeah. Hell yeah. Shitty Sub-Zero. <laughs> that was WCW, man. Yep. That was like the worst. Uh, speaking of WCW, I watched, uh, I went back and watched some uh Monday Night Wars, WCW, WWF stuff or whatever. I watched right. the Chris Jericho one. Oh, cool. I watched it. It was like super late the yeah, other yeah. night and I couldn't sleep and I went, oh, I'll watch that. That was really good. Was it? Yeah. I it, watched part of it. It was, uh, I mean, I like Chris Jericho. Chris Jericho was, honestly, like they showed all this stuff that I remember watching mm-hmm. because Chris Jericho was like my favorite wrestler. Yeah. Uh, God, I love Chris Jericho so much. Yeah. It was just, hey, it was him asking for mic time and then getting it and then going like, wow, he really really made the most out of his mic time. And then moving on, and I could watch his debut against The Rock like over and over where The Rock's cutting a promo and then it's the countdown and then the pyro goes off, the music starts, the Titantron's going, but it doesn't say anything. Like it's just kind of like singing. Yeah. And it says, break the walls down. The name flies in, but you don't see it. And then it's revealed and it says Jericho and the crowd goes 
fucking crazy. <laughs> that is like the last debut that I think I saw that I went, holy shit. Yeah. Awesome. Because after that, I was on the internet. Mm-hmm. I, I remember that debut mm-hmm. like very vividly. Mm-hmm. And I remember being like, motherfucker. Yeah. Which was the reaction they wanted you to have. Yep. Uh, in, in the... In the late 90s, I was such the storyline mark. Oh, yeah. You, like, just, you I, wanted to follow along. And, yep. Yeah. You you bought into it hook, line, and scene. Yeah. So but I, how old? In 99, we were 12, 13. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you're about 12 or 13. Yeah. Jesus. And, and so, like, seeing that, I remember I just didn't like Chris Jericho's look. I didn't like anything about him. I thought he was an annoying piece of shit. Uh-huh. And that's because that's exactly yeah. what he was trying to do. Hey, you know what's funny? Hmm. I love Chris Jericho's look. I loved everything uh-huh. about him. And I thought he was so good at being annoying. I just went, this is everything I want to be. Yeah. This is everything, everything yeah. I've ever wanted to be. It's this and Rick Rude uh-huh. and like the NWO is like, oh, they're all dicks. Yeah. This is cool. But see, at the time, I didn't get that. Oh, I loved it. So going back now and watching it, I'm like, oh my God, this is amazing. Jericho and WCW was like the best where he where he has a match against uh, Rey Mysterio. And I don't remember if it's when he turned like fully turned heel. Mm-hmm. I think it was when he attacks Mysterio's knee and then bashes him with the, uh, the steel steps. Uh-huh. And then he just stands there when the ref's checking on Mysterio and he just goes, sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> sorry. And he just keeps walking past the camera. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. 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 Over and over. Oh my God. It's perfect. It's so fucking pitch perfect that yeah. in the feud, the feud with Dean Malenko it sold me on Chris Jericho years yeah. ago. Yeah. I love Dean Malenko because he was the Iceman. He's so straightforward and he like the way he fucking wrestled. Nobody else wrestles. He's so good. He can't be stopped. Chris Jericho was like the perfect antithesis of that. Yeah. I love wrestlers the way i love music mm-hmm. that is like full of strut and like yep like the lead singer is up there and can like start blowing kisses and you're like oh this is so like fucking lame but i love it yep that's that is what i love about wrestling that, me too i think uh i think B- billy corgan said the same sort of thing it's the, it's one of the only places where you can be like a rock star yep you can go up there and showboat and strut and yep. wear ridiculous things mm-hmm. and like and get away with it yep and and that's why I love I love professional wrestling probably mostly for that reason. Yep. I I agree with you. Yeah. Uh, anything else going on in your professional wrestling world over the last week? No, I haven't. I haven't been able to really get down and watch a lot of stuff on the side. I've been working a lot because it's retail and it's Christmas. So it, Christmas has been ridiculous. Yeah. I haven't had much time to watch stuff. A little bit here and there, catching up on like uh, some PWG like Battle of Los Angeles stuff. Yeah. But most of it has been like no fucking time. Yeah work we're pushing towards ces so uh we're gonna have a paper review pretty soon Mm -hmm. uh speaking of paper review uh we are in lisa the rpg we told you guys that we have three codes we're gonna give out um look for those in your mailboxes soon uh people who emailed us or tweeted at us uh, will either dm you or uh send you an email Mm -hmm. with a code for lisa the rpg seriously what a fun fucking game yeah like it's really cool, and I love the aesthetic. Yeah, I love the music. Mm-hmm. I love the way the battles are. It's like Earthbound. Mm-hmm. So I I think I had tweeted at, um, uh, is it Austin Jorgensen, I believe? Yeah. Uh, the guy who made Lisa the RPG. Lee Jorgensen. Oh, uh, yeah, that's right. And uh, said, like, man, wrestling is, like, such a fucking heavy influence in yep. this. There's There are, like, two characters that are hawking animals I from the Road that. Warriors, and it's like eagle and mammal or something and you're like okay but it's 
there it's so it's so heavily influenced mm -hmm. i haven't gotten to the part that we're in yet me neither but apparently i saw a screenshot and you can see it uh, at go home show yeah on twitter we tweeted this out somebody said found you guys and it is the go homers and it's me and you mm -hmm. It's us in the game. We're I know, the go it's awesome. It's like, oh, it's so fucking cool. I loved it. It was yeah. awesome. So, guys, if you uh, emailed us and said, hey, what? this is the paper review you guys should do, we will uh, send you a code mm -hmm. shortly. You should check probably tomorrow. And uh, you will see that you have a code in your inbox if you want. And uh, go play the game. Let us know what you think. Dude, I love Lisa the RPG. Yeah. I'm having so much fun. It is pro wrestling reference, pro wrestling reference, pro wrestling reference. Oh, hey, Earth Brown style combat. Yep. I think it's really cool. It's not an easy game. No, it's like really fucking hard. Yeah, which is good. It's. It, I feel like it's incredibly non-linear too. I don't know where. Yeah. I don't know where I'm going or what I'm doing. Yeah. But like, I think that's the aesthetic they're going for because it's this big wasteland. Yeah. And you're really not supposed to know where you're going or what you're doing. So a lot of times I find myself almost being scared to go anywhere. I feel the same because, way because like I went into this one area and they're like, like really hard to kill snakes <laughs> and they like kill me in like three hits i ran into like this like weird looking trash mutant guy and like i really fought with him and i'm like i'm kicking the shit out of this guy and he's beating the fuck out of my crew right now. yeah man damn i, I just i feel like the game is for me because there's a character named terry hints and yep. he's a hint lord yep uh did, did you choose to save terry hint I did. Okay, me too. Okay, yeah. I couldn't I couldn't give up on Terry. I couldn't give up on a character named Terry Hints. Nope. He's a hint lord. <laughs> That's what he does. Yep. Uh, I don't know. I, I'm having a lot of fun with yep. Lisa the RPG. I me can't too. recommend it enough. Uh I think another guy who's been playing it is Casey Green, who's who does gun show comic and, and some other stuff. Yeah. Uh you might know him from internet memes such as Dick Butt and uh uh the dog whose whole house is on fire and it says like this is fine. <laughs> So those are Casey Green. Hey, Casey Green, I know you're listening to this for sure. Shouts out. Uh, cool memes. Let's have our let's pick our next meme. Uh, Casey Green has a roommate or a cat named Roger the Cat. And uh, uh -huh. that's the next meme. There, just Roger the Cat? Just Roger the Cat. All right, I'm in. Ro okay, Roger the Cat, we know you're listening to this. There it you're is. You're the next meme. Sorry. 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 I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Roger the Cat. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, so that has been my wrestling week. It's been playing Lisa <laughs> the RPG and uh, just checking out. I've been playing WWE TK15 here and there, yeah. but not much. Trying to do like universe mode. What a disappointing game that turned out to be. Oh, man. Especially with all the hype. Yep. They, I mean, for me, at least all they, the hype. They just took out like they didn't give you all the pieces. Yeah. It's like, yeah, do a create entrance. Uh, these don't, you don't, you didn't give me all the entrances. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I guess that's... I mean, I, I have more control with WWE All-Stars. Yeah, no shit. It was just, like, so weird. And then what's hilarious is that you see all these people that are like, oh, yeah, I'm doing, like, this creator wrestler of, like, Matt Hardy or whoever. Uh -huh. Um, And people really love the Hardys. If you... Yeah, what's with that? If you don't put, like, a face check, like, texture on, uh -huh. the, on the guy, you cannot get... Anything to no, look like, yeah. Not at all. It's cool that they've opened it up to allow you to download other yes, people's things. I I agree. Yeah. That 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 they me... they did that last year, but you had to like buy the game and put in like the season passcode thing or something. And uh... It was like it's too much. But now I I'm just renting it, and it's like I'll download a move set. Yeah. Or I'll download an alternate attire for Tyson Kidd. Yeah. Which I absolutely did. Of course. Yeah. Well, I'm not gonna because he has like pants in the game. I don't. He doesn't wear pants. No. He wears cat boots and and like those like brief and, boxers. And, yeah, and Nikki Bella hats. Tyson Kidd is probably my favorite wrestler of Tyson uh, Kidd of Q4. Hey, 
if you were to say, hey, like the last like three months of uh, WWE in 2014, the person that's going to show the, mer- the most personality is Tyson Kidd. <laughs> I-, I mean, what? I- what I the fuck? I don't even. Yeah. I- how? He has the most personality out of anyone Absolutely. on the whole fucking roster right Absolutely. now. Absolutely. So I don't know. I don't get it. It's weird. Good for him. It honestly for him. it makes me want to watch Superstars mm-hmm. and Main Event. Yep. Like more than Raw. Yep. I feel the same way. I don't get it. There you go. <laughs> yep. Uh speaking of Superstars and Main Event, let's go to NXT. Yay! Yay! Uh NXT after our revolution. Our revolution. Say like Lemmy. Mm-hmm. Uh every time. Every, every time. Every day. Hey, we talked about the Gothic King Cobra documentary <laughs> on the Mega 64 podcast. But if you guys haven't watched the Gothic King Cobra documentary on YouTube, please watch it. It's amazing. You, you will watch it and go, what is this? Oh, it's a guy who's really into tobacco. Yeah. That's it. The end. He's, he's got to make 20 bucks last. So he buys a <laughs> bottle of Jaeger. And then his homeless friend comes up and just drinks it. Without asking. <laughs> and then he says that he'll fight and he'll go to jail every day. What? <laughs> We've been quoting it and talking about it nonstop. It's I, been so good. Oh, God. We just, we, I, this has nothing to do with wrestling. Not at all. But I don't care because it's so worth it. We just sat down and watched with Garrett for, I don't know, maybe, we watched the documentary and then yep. for what, two hours? Two hours afterwards, watch, watched his videos, which are between 11 and 15 minutes long, where eight minutes of them are him, yeah. like, playing guitar, playing being the loosest use of that word i could ever Absolutely. fucking fit in and it it is so horrible to mm-hmm. follow because he'll be talking and then it's so yeah uh my mom took away my uh nail polish again <laughs> it's dude it is the craziest shit uh, gothic king cobra hell yeah uh gothic king cobra documentary hell yeah Gotta check it out. There you go. Gothic King Cobra, maybe the next NXT wrestler. Brian, let's go into NXT. Uh, we get a recap of our evolution to begin, uh, but we all saw our evolution, yeah. so we don't need to recap it. Nope. Even though it was great. Uh, Adrian Neville comes out. He cuts a promo about how Sami Zayn isn't here, and he calls out Kevin Owens. Uh, Kevin Owens says that he'll fight uh, Adrian Neville. Hell yeah. I'm fucking excited. Yeah. So, oh my God. Yeah. Hey, I like that there's a guy who just says, yeah, hey, my gimmick is that I fight. Okay. That was Finley's gimmick. Yeah. And I loved when Finley fought oh, people. absolutely. Hell yeah. What did you think of Owens on the mic? Thought he was fine. Yeah. I, I never, I've never had a problem with him on the microphone. Yeah. I, uh, I want, what really sets him apart, and, and I'm, I'm worried about that you won't have this in WWE or, or in NXT mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. What sets him apart as a wrestler is his connection with the audience because mm-hmm. he kind of jaws with them a lot. Yeah. And he's he's a really good heel who talks back. Yeah. And I think what we saw a little bit of that, mm-hmm. and and that's something I want to bring up when we actually yeah. get to the main. I, I think that that's something that WWE kind of discourages, though. Yeah. Uh, because you don't know wrestlers kind of do the, that. It, it's Cesaro almost, almost kind of does, and that's about it. And then when, when Orton is fun to watch, yep. Orton does it. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. People jaw with the crowd, but like... Uh, hey, if Owens is allowed to do it, and like, man, no one does it better. Oh no, Cra- crowds hate him because of the way he talks to them. Oh yeah, it's great. It, it, it's fantastic. Yep. So we'll see. Yeah, uh, we get Becky Lynch against Bailey. What do you think of this match? Um, I thought it was pretty good actually. I, yeah, I like Bailey coming out really aggressive, changing her style a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, 
uh, promo with Becky beforehand. Yeah. It's just like, hey, Becky Lynch, how you doing? Uh-huh. Uh, you can just cut a promo for like the entire episode. Oh, yeah. Is that, is, that, is that how you feel? Well, Be- yeah, because she's, really, is- she's really good on the mic. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. I, I like her skills uh-huh. on the mic. Uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. So, uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Becky Lynch, I don't know how somehow it keeps getting hotter. And like she's <laughs> great in the ring, uh-huh. uh, decent promo. I like everything that Becky Lynch does. Me too. Uh, I like this match. Uh, yeah. it, it didn't tear down the house or anything, but I thought it was like nicely aggressive. With uh, it told a great story, and mm-hmm. I and I feel like people miss this part of maybe not of this match, but uh, wrestling in general is that storytelling is a big part of wrestling, and, and the story here is that. Bailey has a hurt leg. Yeah. Becky keeps going for the hurt leg. Yeah. Can't take her down. Can't take her down. Can't take her down. Finally takes her down. Gets it reversed. Finally takes her down and starts locking stuff in. Yeah. So the whole story is Becky biting her time to get to work on that knee. Right. That's great in-ring storytelling. That, yeah. Uh, I was watching something with Chris Hero about a week ago. And this, it's uh, like an indie training type of thing. And I think it came out a few years ago or whatever. And he was talking about... um. To tell a story in a match uh, it is really important, and you should always consider what you're doing. Even a tag match, whatever, you should always consider what you're doing to be part of the story of the match. Right. He said that, um, you know, in a tag match, if you're attacking, you know, you're beating the guy down, you're beating the guy down, you're beating the guy down, or whatever, and he goes for a hot tag, don't attack the guy on the apron too many times. You can do it once. You can get right. away with it one time. Right. If you do it more than once... You better tell a story with it. Mm-hmm. You attack him once, that stops the tag. You attack him twice, that stops the tag. The third time, it's the rule of threes, just like comedy. The third time you go to attack him, he better drop down off the apron. You miss your clothesline or like trying to knock him off or whatever. Yeah. You turn around, you catch a drop kick. The guy gets the hot tag. That needs to be, you know, there are storytelling elements mm-hmm. and that you should always consider as part of your match. And I felt like this match, while not like the best wrestling match in the world, told a great story of Becky attacking Bailey and, and picking the pieces apart, picking the pieces apart, picking the pieces apart until she finally got it. And then uh, Becky won with... Uh, Four-leg clover. Yeah, yeah. Is that what they called it? Yeah. Yeah, that'll be changed because it doesn't make any fucking sense. Nope. There well, are two legs, but I guess there are four legs. Four because, legs together, But yeah. it doesn't make any sense. No, I just... Uh, like. Also, I feel like I'm pretty sure... I don't know if it is or not, but I think that's the same move as Jamie Noble's trailer hitch and Corey Graves' Lucky 13, but I can't tell. Mm. I, I only just kind of remember it. I think it was. Yeah, I don't I don't recall. It's it's a float over figure four type move. Yeah, you, you, it's it's hard to remember those moves, but I really like those wrestlers. So I, no, I, I'm I know. trying to think if, if those were those if those were that move. Yeah, because at the time that Graves came into uh to my attention, it was like for three weeks, and, yep. then, and then he was hurt and gone forever. Forever. Goodbye. So, well, he's on commentary, and I thought he was fine on commentary in this. I, I thought, I, I thought, I thought the weakest person on commentary was Jason Albert again. Yeah. But I, hey, I really like Corey Graves on yep. commentary. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I thought, I thought he did a nice Alex Riley thing. I also think getting Alex Riley out of the commentary booth is him moving back to being a wrestler. I, hope I, so. I, I have a feeling. Yeah, I really want to see that giant crucifix again. So he has a giant crucifix tattoo on his back. It's fucking weird. <laughs> I, I don't know if people know that. I think we talked about it once before. We but, have. But he has it. It's big. It's it's really huge. Um, the next we get uh, Bull Dempsey. Yeah, against a local wrestler. They never named him, Mm-mm. but uh, I think he went by the name 
Mr. 450? I feel like that was this guy. Um, Juan de Leon? I I think that was his name. I had to, like, look it up because yeah. I was very curious about, like, who these local guys are. Yeah. Uh, just some, some Florida-based wrestler. Um, Bull Dempsey does a squash. No, he gives a fuck. Ideas for Bull Dempsey? I don't know. I mean, like, what... Why would I care about his feud with Baron Corbin? Because they don't talk. I like Baron Corbin. I don't know how I feel about Baron Corbin. I'm very wishy-washy on Baron Corbin. Yeah, but I, there's I'm, more I'm, to like. I agree. I agree. He, Baron Corbin almost looks the part. He looks like an Amish bruiser. What's with that beard? He, yeah. Sha- shave it. Shave it or grow it yeah. all the way. Yeah. Because what what you got going on says doesn't say I'm a biker. It says, ah, I raise a barn. <laughs> so it, it's silly. Yeah. Bull Dempsey wins with that headbutt off the top rope. Nobody gives a fuck. Mm-hmm. Baron Corbin comes down. He has like such a cool fucking entrance. I like it. I like the four spotlights on the ramp. And I love that he hangs there. Yeah. And it's the one light. And then the all white, like, br- like blinding light that leaves him silhouetted. Yeah. Is like whoever came up with that. That's fucking cool. Yeah. That's badass. They had a really sick shot with, uh, like an over the shoulder of yep. Dempsey looking mm-hmm. up at him. And I'm like, well, that's fucking sick. Yeah. Oh, there there are moments of brilliance in NXT. Yeah. That that aren't just the wrestling, but like the, the production, production. Yeah. Where you go, oh fuck, that was dope. Mm-hmm. So uh, Baron Corbin comes down and beat the shit out of another guy. Yeah. In like that much time, mm-hmm. I think they counted to like fourteen. I think so. And then they're like fourteen seconds. No, it was about four seconds, but it was the count of fourteen. Yeah. So that that was it. And then there's a little bit of a stare down on the ramp, and then Bull Dempsey pushes Baron Corbin and looks like the biggest fucking loser. Yeah. He he looks like the fat kid in the schoolyard who's like, who is just a big ass like chump. Yeah. And nobody messes with him because he's just bigger. Yeah. But if you did mess with him, he would do exactly what Bull Dempsey did. He would push you and then like run away smiling. He he pushed him and went, hey, 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 hey. He became like a rat man. It was it was so fucking like it like it It like really did away with like what was impressive about that feud. The impressiveness of that feud to me is like that standoff and like the not talking. Mm -hmm. But uh, okay, I don't know. Okay, neat, neat. Uh, Did we have a did we have a promo next? Uh, no, we had uh, we had Enzo and Cass and Carmella. Okay, cool. So Enzo, Cass, and Carmella come down. Uh, Carmella does not fit. Uh, yeah, unless they're gonna turn her face, I don't get why. No, she's no, with no, these no. Guys. They're, they're, the point, the point of, the point of her right now is to distract Enzo, obviously. In this, like in this match, this, this is what happens. Right. Her point is to like, oh, break, get in between like these two guys because he keeps trying to impress her, and it's like, oh, he can't win, and all this stuff, and and then she'll turn heel and be like, I don't give a fuck about you. And yeah. It's like, oh, dang, poor Aww. Enzo, lovable. What a lovable lug. Uh, they come out, cut a cut a good promo. Absolutely, about the five golden rings. I thought him, Big Cass singing got such a good reaction from the crowd. I thought that was really it funny. was great. Yep, uh, cool, neat. And then uh, Enzo blind tagging himself in, and then uh, getting STO'd by Victor, and because he's trying to get Carmella's attention. I yeah. like that he went over and tried to hit Connor, and Connor didn't go down. And he just went, uh, uh fuck, uh. uh I like that. that. Yeah, me too. That that was really Again, funny. Again, good storytelling in a mm-hmm. match. Ta-da! Big Cass is the muscle and mm-hmm. Enzo's the mouth. And so when Big Cass gets tagged out and Enzo comes in, he really can't get it done because he's just the mouth. Yeah. You know? Not against Convict. No. There you go. <laughs> convict! I got tired of misspelling Ascension, so I just started calling how do you sp- How do you misspell Ascension? I always, I always do uh, A-S-C-E-N 
C-I-O-N. I don't know why. So, and it's longer than convict. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought of that one night and I just went, convict. All not, right, let's Not go. bad. Uh, the Ascension gets a promo and uh, on Hideo Tommy and Finn Balor, I guess. And that was... I guess we're continuing that feud. We rise. They're going to be on Raw this week, aren't they? I don't know. Did it say it was this coming week? Either that or they're on SmackDown. Okay. Um, I don't... Who's dressing them? I don't know. The, uh, all their promos are like, okay, we got to make this cheesy in 80s. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, we'll make them like the Legion of Doom. Yeah, you remember them? <laughs> okay, you, it's time for you to take your medicine. And your prescription is pain! All right, well... I mean, at least they won't get lost in the shuffle. Yeah. I mean, there aren't any teams to get lost in the shuffle of. I, I don't even know. All, all I know is that it made me, it answered a question that I was going to ask on this podcast, which is like, aside from the mid nineties, mm-hmm. like it stopped about then. Mm-hmm. When was the last time you saw the shouting wrestler promo? Cause that was huge in the eighties and nineties. Like Hulk Hogan just shouting at you, yeah. brother, brother, dude, brother, dude, dude, brother. Macho man, like was the only one who didn't always shout. Every that, that, promo was that. That's what they kind of are. They they really are. I think meant to be like this '80s throwback team. Yeah. Um. I don't really see it. But okay. I but that's. Never... But I'm not in love with the Ascension to begin with. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's... I'm not. I'm not like not their biggest fan. Yeah. Anyway, I say fucking bring them up. Who cares? You don't have any tag teams anyway. So I know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah hey, y- you've you've succumbed to tag team wrestling is dead in the WWE. So I guess. Bring them up because who gives a shit? Yeah. Ha- have them be in a month long feud with the Usos and, and like who gives a fuck? Like like anyone gives yeah. like really anyone gives a shit. Nobody does. It's N- nothing matters. You, you don't, but you they make it not matter. Yeah. Oh, I get it. It, it the only reason the tag team belts matter mm-hmm. is because both the character of Miz and Miz Dow mm-hmm. make the tag team belts matter. Yep. Otherwise, the division itself means nothing. No, it doesn't. It doesn't even matter. I just like watching Miz and Miz Dow. Yep, that's it. The end. Yeah, that's that's all of it. Uh, did we get a promo here from the uh, from the Vaudevillains, or did I miss it earlier? You you missed it earlier. Oh dang! You well, missed there... you missed every promo. Oh really. no! All my promos. <laughs> what are the other promos that I missed? Uh, you missed the Tyler Breeze one. Uh, oh, that so... was dumb. Oh really? I it was. Um, uh, happy holidays. I don't know. Whatever. Uh, I thought the. I thought the point of this was, hey, I'm not going to be in ring, but I'm going to be showing you my travels around Europe. Because he said he'd be checking yeah, in. But like, I don't it, until I see something about that. I don't, don't, don't tease. I don't know. Don't tease it. I thought it. I thought it was like so cheesy. I think. I think since it's NXT, we actually will see some stuff of him traveling around Europe and that, being. That could be funny. And I that guess. and that I think could be really good because but they won't go to europe it, they'll just shoot it in florida and like they'll pretend they're in france and it'll be like oh god damn it no is tyler reese hurt or something i think they just don't have a place for him right now really yeah huh i mean who does i he... guess i guess that keeps him relevant yeah he could challenge Sami Zayn for the title but Sami Zayn's gonna be in a feud with owens owens needs to be in a feud with someone else for a little while before he moves up to like the title yeah you could put Sami Zayn against Kid. You put Sami Zayn against Breeze. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just Tyson Kid says, uh, "Sami Zayn, I'm so glad you won. Unlock my title shots." Yeah. Hell yeah. 
It's okay. great. Tyson K gets title shots. I'd love to see that. Yep. Oh, yeah. Okay. And then there was the other promo with uh, the Vaude villains. Yep. Uh, which I actually liked. I like that a lot. Oh, oh, he didn't. Oh, not the legal man. Not the legal man. So they're going to get a rematch. Which against, is awesome. Against the Lucha Dragons. I'm really excited for yep. that. Me too. Anything else that I missed, Brian? No, that's it. That's it. That's what I thought. Uh, we go to the main event. Yes? Yeah. Uh, we get Owens against Neville. Uh, what did you think of this match? Uh, like, this gave is. Gave it a lot of time. This is what. This is like a sneak peek at what you would get, like, as the standard for every single match yep. at PWG. Yep. Uh, I, I thought that it was slower than most indie matches, mm-hmm. but um, I thought that it was very good. Yeah, I really enjoyed that they did allow Owens to really just kind of, you know, talk, shout, yep. yell it. Neville. He yeah, he, he kind of jawed that he was just like, This is what this is. This is what NXT has. Yeah. And that's You were the champion for almost a year. Mm-hmm. I love that. Mm-hmm. I thought that was really cool. The 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 stuff that he Man, the stuff that he was just yelling was just on point. And that's what made him so hateable yep. in the indies is that he would just you knew he was right, but you hated that he was right. Yep. Or he was totally wrong, but you couldn't prove him wrong. <laughs> and so you were just like sitting there just upset. Right. It was, it, this is what I hope they bring up with him. This is what I hope they allow him to do because. Well, more crowd interaction. Because there's no crowd interaction. Yeah. Everything plays to a hard camera. Yeah. And it was like, when you see stuff that's like in the round instead of one direction, I like that. Me too. So, I don't know. That That's just me. I thought this match had a really slow pace. Every time Neville kind of got some momentum uh, Owens, I almost said Steen, Owens like put a stop to it. And, uh, I thought that he was in control for a lot of this match. The little flurries that, that Neville had, I really liked, but Owens had like an answer for everything. Yeah. That top rope DDT was like, I hope he uses that a lot because that was fucking sick. And Neville sold it like a fucking oh, yeah. I mean, dead he was, blow he was, hammer. He was like a lawn dart and got flipped out of it. It was great. Yep. That's just the way he sells DDTs. He's great. That's why Neville's fucking amazing. Yep. Any other moves from this match that you thought were uh, noteworthy? Not the not moves, but I've totally loved uh, Jason Albert with the wrong call about Owen's pin attempts. That was obvious. Has he even tried to make a pin attempt in this match? Yeah. Yeah. Like probably third. like probably like four yeah, before th- this. So. So are you even watching? <laughs> no. Uh, I did like the um, the ricochet uh, German suplex yeah. off of the rope. It, it's a cool move for Adrian Neville because it allows him to do that move while still being the size that he is. Exactly. Yep. Because it doesn't break kayfabe nope. because we all know that the person helps. Yep. But in this case, it allows him to look like, oh, okay, well, I had a little bit of momentum. And, um, so I yeah, could... to flip him over and everything. So it was very cool. Awesome. Um, the match comes to an end on a count out. Any notes on that? It makes sense. Yeah. I, I would have liked to see a dirty finish mm-hmm. by Owens or, uh, you know, something other than a double count out. Yeah. Like Owens, you know, power bombs him into the apron and then that's why the, there's the a count end, out. Yeah, exactly. But, but but it led into the power bomb in the apron. So, so it didn't matter. It was yeah. Kevin Owens being pissed at the ref for doing a double count out and then he power bombed Neville. Onto the apron, mm-hmm. and that was the end. It was uh, Neville gets like stretchered out, yeah, and, and that was that was it. Mm-hmm. I love that Owens is making that his thing. Powerbomb on the apron, yeah. I love that he's doing it to people that like trust him to powerbomb him onto the apron. <laughs> I would. I mean, he did that in in the indies, and it yep. was terrifying each time we saw it. Exactly. But man, uh, so yeah, I I thought this week's NXT 
great. I, I liked it. It progressed out of the mm-hmm. pay-per-view or whatever you want to call it into the next shows and, and started building and, yeah. and establishing characters and stories. Good way so. to tell the story. Uh, more storytelling in this than wrestling, which is good because, I mean, after last week, you kind of need a break. Yeah. Um, you, you can't you can't have all wrestling all the time. You have to break it up with, uh, like, why they're wrestling and everything. And mm-hmm. I thought this was a really good show for why they're wrestling and, mm-hmm. and what they're doing. So, yep, I liked it. Yeah. Uh, good, good job. Really excited to see where they go next week. Um, NXT, one of my favorite things to watch on... Uh, the WWE network actually had someone tweet at us this week at go home show on Twitter. Yeah. said like, Hey, I finally started watching NXT started our revolution. Whoa, this is pretty good. Yep. I saw that. Yeah. It's like, yeah, man. Yep. Yep. That's what we've been telling you. We're trying to get you, trying to get you to listen, (laughs) trying to get you to watch it for about 41 episodes. It's it's so good. It's so good. (laughs) So, uh, hopefully more people will start watching and more people can, uh, send us their criticisms, critiques, and, and thoughts on please NXT do, in general. Please do. Uh, go home show at mega64.com is where you can send this. Yep. Uh, we might not we might not read every email on the podcast, but we read every email you guys send us. Absolutely. Uh, Brian, mm-hmm. it's raw. Yeah. But it's not just any raw. Yeah. Mary Jingle uh, Jingle Raw, miss. Ho, ho, no. horse shit. Oh, my God. Wow. That's the first note. Wow. Uh, my my first note was it's Christmas. Yeah. Did you I, know it's Christmas? I, I love gimmick raws. Yay, gimmick raws! It means we're gonna get a whole bunch of matches that don't matter mm-hmm. and are not canon. Yep, and don't and you forget that they existed. They are throwaway episodes because we have six weeks from now until uh-huh. the next pay per view. Uh-huh. They have two weeks to do whatever they want. Yep, you're right. Ta-da! So, so there we go. Ta-da! Hey, we start out with Ho Ho Hogan. That's Th- why, thoughts on that? That's why the first note is ho ho horseshit. <laughs> hey, hey, don't worry. Hulk Hogan cuts a promo. Uh-huh. The crowd loves it. Chants ho ho Hogan. Fantastic. Well, no, he has to tell them. Yes, to chant but, ho ho Hogan. But what is what? Can, Brian, mm-hmm. listen. Yeah, great, great promo by Hulk Hogan. Yes, just one of the masters on the microphone. Um, don't uh, laugh. One uh, of the one incredible. Incredible microphone, mm-hmm. uh, what a wordsmith. Uh-huh. But what uh-huh. can we do right. to make this more better? To not only really keep me captivated, mm-hmm. but keep me from turning my eyes for even a second. We gotta add John Cena. Yes. Who comes out in Hulk Hogan colors. And uh-huh. plaid shorts. What the fuck were with the plaid jorts? Is it because it's Christmas? I Is don't plaid know. Christmas? I don't know. Why was he all of a sudden wearing plaid cargo jorts? I don't know. Hey, Brian. Yeah. Why did he sing Frozen and think that was going to get a good reaction at a wrestling show? I don't know. The, how? How? I don't want to say how out of touch are you. Uh-huh. But if your job is to get cheered, why do you sing the song from Frozen? At a professor at a professional wrestling show. Yeah, that's something that Jericho would have done in the nineties to and get to boom. get people. Yeah, exactly. I I don't get any of it. No, none of it made sense to none me. None of it made sense. It was like really bad. It was very bad. But that's okay, Eric. Yeah, because we have one more thing to add to this equation. What's that? That is Seth Rollins. Yeah. And MNN. 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 Hey, I thought Seth Rollins was the saving grace of this whole promo. Exactly. I thought him talking about the Seth era and all that stuff. Yep. I thought it was great. Yeah. Dude, I, I think the faith that they're giving this guy, man, that's I'm happy that they're at least letting somebody else 
do what John Cena does. Yep. Because I, man, I think that he definitely has the uh, the tool set to ma- to really make it his era. I I agree, and um, I think my favorite part of this promo is where he starts talking about the authority, and everyone starts booing, and he goes, "Hey, come on, that's not the holiday spirit." Exactly what I'm talking about. Like that was so funny. Yep. So that that was it. Uh, John tells Seth Rollins to shut up, and then and then he's putting people to sleep. Yeah, dude, just keep singing Frozen. That'll yeah. that'll wake them right back up. Hell yeah. So then uh, you have uh, John Cena against Seth Rollins. Right now. Yep. Why didn't Hogan ban Eminem from ringside? Any? Uh, did anyone think of that? No. No. Why? Is that not a face move? It, it would be. Uh, I think. I think it was just for how the match played out. Because you needed... I, I guess, but yeah. I feel like I've seen that match a hundred times and I haven't seen them tossed out yet. And I feel like if you're going to have the general manager who's the ultimate good guy in the ring, mm-hmm. why wouldn't you have him go, it's you against you right now and your buddies are out of here. Wouldn't that get a huge reaction from the crowd? Absolutely. And couldn't Seth Rollins have accomplished the same thing that he did just with the briefcase and without the security? I think that it was more of what you were saying uh, a few weeks ago with Rollins being in a tag team where he just sits back and picks apart when he can. I didn't feel like they added anything to this match that they hadn't added in the past. Yeah. I feel like I'd seen all the spots with them. Yeah. Where he gets tossed over the top rope and one guy comes in from one side and the other guy comes in from the other side. I feel like I've seen these spots ad nauseum the last few weeks. Yeah. And and it would have been a little bit of a breath, breath of fresh air to have that big crowd pop mm-hmm. to say you're banned from ringside not tossed off not tossed out halfway through and you're the end of the match that caused another distraction from the get-go and then you could have had a knocked out ref spot or you could have had something right. I, I mean just anything to get seth rollins could have like tried to distract like oh i'm gonna hit you john cena with this briefcase and then the ref grabs the briefcase and and takes it to the outside and then there's a low blow to John Cena, and then John Cena overcomes those odds. I just feel like there's another way to book this match mm-hmm. that isn't the way that we've seen the last month. And I feel like we've just seen that a lot the last month. That's yeah. it. That's my only complaint. I thought this match was really good. Yeah. I actually had a really good time I, with this I was going to say, I was really surprised. Especially how- for an opening bout, and especially with these guys who, yeah. who I'd seen quite a bit of. Yeah. I thought this match was really good. I just, I have... I just have reservations with with this with this like kind of continuous booking of like okay yeah, I kind of I get it yeah. I, I kind of get what's gonna happen and I just think that it's so different to have the good guy GM right there to be like in your band from ringside I think that could have lent itself to something yeah but what do I know I know. who gives a shit um, Kane oh yeah hang on John Cena wins with attitude adjustment <laughs> there you go uh, which I... double attitude adjustment and then single attitude adjustment. I, the only thing that I, the only note I had from this match, go ahead, is that uh, I really enjoyed that John Cena didn't do the full five knuckles shuffle sequence. That he kind of like caught Seth Rollins twice and then he did it instead of the miss. In case you forgot, I fell off. It's still hot. Knock your shell off. So he missed the clotheslines and then he just caught him with the, yep. you know, with the side slam or whatever yep. and, it's called. And the, yeah. Uh, sidewalk slam or whatever it's called. I, I don't know. Uh, the 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 back suplex spin out back suplex thing. Yeah, 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 exactly. Um, I thought that was cool because 
I'm so tired of seeing that. You see it coming. The, 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 the sequence over and over and over again. What What's really been bothering me about John Cena recently, I feel like in the last couple months, I can really hear him call his spots in the ring. Oh, really? He's been like exceptionally loud. Okay. I don't know if other people have noticed that. I just feel like in the last couple months, I've really noticed him like against Seth Rollins. Like it would be that body slam and like the UI can't see me. And he's going around to like yell at the crowd or whatever, or like, oh, I'm going to call for the crowd. And as he's doing that, he's going, all right, kick me. Like you can just yeah. hear him call it, and you go, okay. Generally, that doesn't bother me. Yeah, whatever. Who but gives if it a happens, shit? You know, a whole bunch. It, it happens. Yeah. And, but I just feel like it's been happening a lot, like the last two months, and mm. I don't know why. So I don't know. That's just me. That is just something that I noticed. I'm fucking weird. What do I know? Um, Kane, uh, Kane Bahumbug. Notes. You couldn't get beat, Rose. Dang, you're right. That's not till Royal Rumble. Oh, sorry. I hope Pete Rose is in this year's Royal Rumble. <laughs> Fuck it. Why not? Yeah. Jack Swagger against Fondongo. Notes in general? Yeah. Like, you have to keep pushing that it's a new and improved Fondongo as if he's just, like, an item that's yeah, wearing a revamped. shirt. Yeah, he's wearing a shirt. I. Oh, you he, must not have seen his shirt. He, well, I saw his shirt, but he's a person, not a product. Like, I, I can't. You can't say new and improved for a person. It To me, it's just incongruent. Like,. Oh yeah, new and improved MacBook, new and improved Volkswagen, new and improved Hyundai Accent, new and improved Fondango. Well, what's he, so his shirt is changed? Yeah, see, I feel like you didn't understand it. Then right at the end, you tied a bow on it. Like you said, uh, like you said, you kept saying, "I don't get it, I don't get it," and then at the end, you went in a shirt. What don't? I don't understand what you don't understand at this point. So that makes him a totally different person. You said it. You said it that you're like, I don't get it. I don't get it. And then you said, and a shirt. So it seems like, you well, get fuck it. me, I guess. I mean, it seems like you get it. <laughs> I, well, then I, then I guess I wish I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Fondango wins against Jack Swagger. Didn't Jack Swagger just have a feud with Rusev, the United States champion that was like, he got like big, cha- like, cheers for yeah which shows you how insignificant that feud and jack swagger disagree shows you how significant the new and improved fondango is Uh uh-huh yeah fondango we know you're dancing to this right now you definitely go ahead let us know what you think about what we think Mm -hmm. go ahead that's fine go home show at mega64.com fondango let us know we'll (laughs) we'll say your name however you need it to be said and that's it because you're new and improved man i want to know more about your shirt where did you get it yeah what size is it? Is it a medium? What kind of material is it? Polyester. What could it be? I don't know. That's why you got to email. New and improved. Brian, we get a Dolph Ziggler promo. I love it. Yeah? I I may not be 100% on board with everything that he does, uh, especially the looking weak in the ring for most of the match and mm-hmm. coming from behind like we complained about at the beginning of the year where he's just flailing around, doesn't have much offense. Mm-hmm. But... The way that he treats the IC title, the way he talks about it, and mm-hmm. the matches he's had around it yep. are giving the IC title something more... Right now, it's the biggest title on the show. Yep. It, you're right. So, it like, whether or not that's the reason why they're pushing it this hard, mm-hmm. I'm into it. I, I care about the IC title, which is one of my favorite titles yep. in the WWE. Yep. So... I love it. Yep. I'm and, into Ziggler. Uh, I thought this promo was really good, and he said he's a four-time champion, and mm-hmm. it won't be a Christmas miracle, and he's going to give the fans what they want, which is him to show off. Show off. Brian just did the hands thing that I'm, Dolph Ziggler yeah. does, but we're an audio podcast, so you didn't see it. Okay. So that was strictly for my benefit. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Exactly. Appreciate it. You're welcome. New Day. 
Didn't they already come out? You must be thinking of the old day. Oh, okay. Uh, I guess the midnight hour yep. didn't hit. No. Jesus Christ. Hey, can I go ahead and read you the email of the year? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, we were going to save this for emails later, but we'll get to it now. This is from uh, uh, Virgil P. Or Verge P. Verge Pi. How come people haven't made a Blue Day joke? Fuck! Love the show. So congratulations to Verge for uh, email of the year. Uh... How come no? How come no one make Blue Day joke? How come? Why come no one make Blue Day joke? We we had uh, Blue Tista. Blue Tista. We had Blorton. Blorton. And we, now what? Uh, we had uh, uh, Blue Dust. Or... Blue, blue. Yeah, because he had because he was blue. Yeah. Star blue. Star blue. Blue dust. Blue dust. Green, Either way. Green dust. And now it's Blue Day. Yeah. So guys, go ahead and hashtag Blue Day. It's the funniest joke you heard of twenty fourteen all wrapped up again where's all guys go ahead and make your blue day memes and start posting them everywhere do it right on your blogs blue day it's gonna be a laugh riot make sure you other people wear black but guess what these guys they wear blue blue day make sure you hashtag it with a 999 uh-huh hashtag it uh with maggle mm-hmm. um all all of your memes you can just wrap them up with a nice little bow and that bow Better blue be day. blue. blue. <laughs> <laughs> There's someone listening to this right now going, Why are they still talking about the Blue Tista thing? Because it was the lamest fucking joke that everyone thought they were so goddamn clever for. And because WWE is a fucking carny show, mm-hmm. went, Oh, people are talking about us. Yep. Let's promote it. That, and <laughs> Don't you guys love it? Blue Tista, Blue Day. Hey, it's all the same shit. Whatever. We just, we, uh, we're the worst. I don't know. I know. Yeah, hey, uh, yeah, hate me because you ain't me. Haters, welcome. <laughs> Haters wanted. Old ones started to like me. Uh, I came to play. We're the Miz. <sighs> we're Real World Season 10. Back to New York. Hell yeah. Yeah. Do you remember Real World Seattle? Where, uh-huh. that, where that guy slapped that girl in the face? Yeah. Where where... She, she was like leaving a cab and he went, wait, Irene, Irene, <laughs> hang on, hang on. And he opened the door and he went, and that was it. That was the, that best. Was the best. Those people were like 21 years old. Yeah. Can you imagine going up to someone uh-huh. and just no. going, hey. Open, he opened the car door and slapped her across the face. <laughs> Real world Seattle, we know you're listening to this. Irene, it's cool. I think you have Lyme disease. Oh, I'm pretty sure she had Lyme disease. Bummer. Yeah, sorry. Puck was on Real World San Francisco. Okay. <laughs> We have uh, Adam Rose against R-Truth in the fastest match of the night. Uh, R-Truth does a roll-up. Adam Rose is mad at a rabbit. Um, The rabbit gets attacked by uh, Adam Rose's knee. Adam Rose decimates the rabbit by slamming his knee right into the steel steps, and the rabbit gets grazed by his inner thigh. It's fucked up. It sucks. Dude, poor rabbit. That That thigh, it's fucking, that's dangerous, that thigh. I, I just, man, that neck brace and that rabbit. Just... That had to hurt Adam Rose's knee so fucking bad. Hey, hey, Adam Rose, you could have hit the rabbit head. It's not a real head. No. It's a rabbit head. You could have totally you, hit the rabbit head. You know what it, you know it would have been like, oh, wow, that's fucking crazy? Is if you broke the rabbit head and it was all fucking destroyed. Yeah. Because, hey, I'm done with the rabbit. Yep. Uh, Adam Rose walks to the back. Sans rosebuds. Oh no! He's very upset. Maybe it's, he'll it's, start being interesting. It's party time some of the time. 
Not anymore. Hey, Brian, Hulk Hogan's going to be on SmackDown. Oh, great. Hey, guys, don't bother with SmackDown. Uh, Big Show, uh, Christmas. Do you even want to talk about this? Yeah, his, his stocking stuffer is a face stuffer. Yeah. The fact that it ended with a count out, and this is another email that we got, which was uh, from <clears throat> Peter L. Reigns winning on a count out. That is some pussy shit. Peter, let me explain to you how right you are. <laughs> Roman Reigns is supposed to be an unstoppable force. He's coming back and he's getting the fucking push of a lifetime. Definitely. I hope that he's pushed just to face... I hope he faces Rusev at WrestleMania instead of the world title at WrestleMania because I think he still needs another year before he's oh, got anything going. But they're not. He's no. getting pushed to the moon. Absolutely. I understand. That is the way this business is, or not really. That's the way they run this business. I get it. I'm yeah. not gonna I'm not gonna sit here and stomp my feet and go Roman Reigns. I get it. Yeah. But I'm so fucking tired of 50-50 booking that I can't get behind a push of a guy that you're trying to push to the moon who beats who can't even beat the big show. Mm -hmm. Shut the fuck up. Listen. Sh everyone shut up. You're at you're at home and you're going, oh, uh, he can't beat the big show clean. He, uh, I want to reiterate the big show. He can't beat the big show clean. Yeah. Why is this going to hurt the big show standing? No. So why not have him beat the big show clean? Why are we tiptoeing into it? The only thing I could think. Mm hmm. Is that he's not actually physically ready to come back, but they don't want him to be coming back right before Royal Rumble. So they put him up against the big show and they want to stretch out the feud for as long as they can because he doesn't have to actually wrestle or take big bumps against the big show. But big show lifts and tosses quite a bit. I... But he, he tosses, like, if you notice, he tossed him, like, to his knees. Yeah. He tossed him into a turnbuckle, mm -hmm. and he landed on his feet, like, or landed on his ass. Like, not a lot of, like, impact like uh -huh. he was doing before. Right. And you only saw him really do, I mean, again, it's the big show, so it's like, well, yeah, I mean, you can't pick him up. But you saw him really only do, like, two power moves. Yeah. And and this just goes back to, like, the Natalia Charlotte thing is, like, really stuck in my craw. And, and I've really been looking at the kind of 50-50 booking that you're getting out of WWE right now, mm -hmm. where they're trying to push it off to be like, don't worry, guys, something big is coming. Mm -hmm. And then that payoff is never as big as like the moment could be when you do something well. Yeah. Everyone's so protected that no one looks good. I agree. So you just end up having a lot of people that half beat each other that aren't wrestling for anything. Nobody really loses... You can have somebody lose and still look good. Yeah. I, I, you saw it on NXT. Yeah. You can still have somebody lose and still look good. Yeah. That's not a problem. That's 100% your booking. Yeah. But right now we're getting this weird 50-50 booking where it's like, yeah, he beat the Big Show, but it was by count out. Why? Are we looking for a Big Show Roman Reigns return match? I mean... Is that is that what we're going to get? I think that's Are what we we're going to get. Are we going to get it again like next week? Oh, it's going to be no no count out. No yeah. false, false count, count anywhere. False count anywhere or no count out. Do you, hey, hey, honestly, I get it. You're, you got to book a feud and everything. Do you want to see that? No, I didn't want to see this match. <laughs> I didn't give a shit about it. But like, as I was watching it, I, uh, the, 
that thought popped in my head and I'm like, they must be booking this to stretch it out for two weeks, three mm-hmm. weeks to make sure Roman Reigns is ready for whatever feud they're going to launch him into. Yep. I don't agree with it. I think that there's definitely a better way you could tease Roman Reigns coming into somebody else's match and just like, you know, doing one power bomb or, you know, like getting over on somebody in a couple of ways, like build a story like they did this past week on NXT. Like it, it just makes me upset because it feels like how a child plays chess. You have one move that you know how to do in chess. Mm. And that is the only move that you do every single time you play chess. Even if the key points of that like move are gone, you still try to keep doing it. I feel like they have lost so many of their like key guys. They don't have Wade Barrett. They don't have Daniel Bryan, the guys who they were going to push. Uh-huh. And now rather than doing a big push on people who are next in line, they're waiting for somebody else to come in. They keep going on that same path because they want the big return for Daniel Bryan. They want the big return for Wade Barrett. We're we're not going to see Daniel Bryan, I don't think, until probably, I want to say February or March. Oh, I'm going to say post-WrestleMania. I I think he'll show up at WrestleMania and cut a promo, Yeah, but I think that'll be it. Like, it sucks that he's going to be gone for a year. Yep. I'm okay with it as long as he comes back healthy. Uh, it it sucks that Wade Barrett had to, like, fucking destroy his shoulder yep. again. Mm-hmm. But I think they were going to push both those guys to the moon. Yep. And now rather than pushing Cesaro or pushing Dean Ambrose or pushing, uh, you know, really even pushing Seth Rollins more. Mm. Because you you got Seth Rollins locked up with the Cena thing, which... To me, nobody moves anywhere in a scene. No, I, I agree, and that that is the biggest victim of fifty fifty booking is is John Cena's feuds, yeah. in general. Yeah, yo, don't worry, John Cena's gonna lose it, but don't worry, he's gonna get like the next four wins. It's like okay, I don't, all right, neat. So, I guess. I, like whatever they're building for, mm-hmm. it better be worth it. But I don't think oh, it okay. will. Okay, or what? Or I mean, yeah, good point. Because yep. <laughs> because it's not like I'm gonna stop watching. Yep. Hey, can I? I'm gonna let you in on a secret right now. Mm. Ready? Mm. I didn't watch any of Raw. Oh, really? I didn't watch any of Raw. Good, you didn't miss much. And I didn't take any notes on NXT. I watched. Uh, I watched NXT as a fan. Uh huh. And uh, I'm I'm looking at, at rundown notes. That's why I missed the where the promos were because mm-hmm. in my notes on here did not have the promos listed, but I remember them. Yeah. I just forgot where they were in the show. Um, Raw. I did not watch any of. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I was busy. I didn't have time, right. so I went. I'll go on WWE.com today, mm-hmm. and I'll watch whatever they put up. It's the end of matches, and that's all you need. Yeah. For for the most part, this this Raw, the best, honestly, the best segment of the night mm-hmm. was uh, was the, the Natalia Brime. Yep. Brime. So, so we have a Dean Ambrose promo where Dean talks about, like, oh, I want uh, fucking Bray Wyatt for Christmas. Yeah, because well, okay. he went to the Mall of America and he told some random guy that he wants. I I love Dean Ambrose, but like, what are we doing here? I don't need to see a boot camp mansion of Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street match. This is only diminishing their feud. I don't have time. Yeah. Uh, Brie Bella with Nikki against Natalia with Tyson Kidd. Um, Brie Bella, nice try. Uh, Natalia, she's in control for most of this match, mm-hmm. and um, there's a sunset flip that gets rolled into a sharpshooter. Any notes from this match? Yeah, Tyson Kidd is amazing. Tyson Kidd rules! He's wearing the Bella's hat. Yeah, he's wearing the that entire match. There's a, uh, a backstage promo with Tyson Kidd. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if you watched this, but it was mm-hmm. uh, Natalia. It was Natalia and Eden, and they're going like, oh, yeah, hey, what do you think about your match later tonight? And Natalia's going like, oh, 
Oh, you know, hey, I, I'm giving my best, and I'm Natalia. Okay. Tyson Kidd comes in. He's not wearing the hat. Mm-hmm. He's wearing a necklace that's like a diva's necklace. And Natalia's like, what are you wearing? And he's like, oh, you know, the merch guys gave me this, and I didn't want to, like, leave it in the back because, you know. <laughs> and then he goes on to just take over this promo and talk about all the comparisons that people are drawing between him and Wayne Gretzky. What? <laughs> I have to watch this <laughs> it's now. It's so good. And he's like, here's the thing. Here's the difference between me and Wayne Gretzky. We're both great players, but I'm a great coach. And under my tutelage, under my learning treat, Natalia, you're going to go places. And Natalia goes, okay, yeah, that's neat. Okay, yeah, can you just lean forward here? We'll just take this necklace off and I'll just take it off and I'll take it and I'll just, I'll hang on to this. And then they go, and she looks at Eden and goes, we need to go. And then her and Tyson Kid walk off and off mic, you just hear Tyson Kid go, it's not very much in the holiday spirit. <laughs> <laughs> the most personality out of anyone on mm-hmm. your whole roster is Tyson King. I love it. And he doesn't even get TV time. Nope. But during the match, this mm-hmm. is one of the best things about it. Uh-huh. Like, as the match was uh, getting underway, you had a huge We Want Tyson chant. Yep. Which I thought was so cool. We'll never see. Yep. But that was really cool. I love Tyson Kidd. Yeah. Because the... the, the the hat he was wearing yep. was actually it, Nikki's it hat was the, that she it took It said out. fearless. Yeah, yeah. No, it was the hat, hat she was wearing yeah. and took it off. <laughs> so he took a hat that the girl that his girlfriend or wife is thinking that he's messing around uh-huh. with. And then he wears it. And then she looks all upset at him. And he doesn't understand why. So Natalia wins, knocks Nikki off the apron. Tyson Kid keeps raising Natalia's hand and pointing at her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My wife wins. My wife wins. My wife wins. Yeah, we did it. Mm-hmm. Uh, today, the Bellas tweeted... Oh, they always go after the shin because I guess Nikki has like a messed up knee or something. Yeah, she was gone oh. for like a year or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, they always go for the shin. Oh, okay. But Tyson, like at Tyson, hey, at Tyson Kid WWE, you look great in that hat. Besos, Poppy. Tyson Kid replied with like, oh, hey, when I don't have my cats with me, the next warmest thing is a snapback hat. Thanks. <laughs> like, you're getting better shit on the internet than you are on your actual show. Uh, this almost makes me want to watch Total Divas just for more Tyson Kidd. Oh, Kid. God, I love Tyson Kidd so goddamn much. That's it. Hey, yep. we're going to harp on... Hi- uh, we love Tyson Kidd. We love Sasha Banks. Welcome to the Go Home Show. That's what the fuck we like. Yep. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, Ascension Sorry. promo. Welcome to the Wasteland, you fucking idiot. You dumb fucking moron. You you're motherfucker. You're going to get fucked up and you're going to get ass fucked, you dumb bitch. Fuck you. You fucking prepared for this fucking eye makeup and these fucking shoulder pads? You fuck. You dumb piece of shit. We will rise! I love the sound effects when they push each other. Yeah. <laughs> it's so weird. Yeah, it's, I don't know. Okay. Uh, gold Dust and Stardust are in a gold man box uh, Rudolph, against Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Thoughts on the match? Uh, I'd... Cool. Uh, for the Matadors and, and the Reindeer win. Great. Luke Harper says uh, this time of year... Uh, people like to give, but not him. He likes to take. He's crazy. That's it. Mm-hmm. Any? Do you have any notes on that? I, I just wish they would have given him a... Again, it's a game across, so of course, he's going to just say the opposite. Yep. But I wish they would have let him be a little more creative with I, what I agree. he said. Um, I did say I didn't watch Raw. I watched this match. Okay. Uh, what did you think of this? The, this match of, of Tyson Kidd... Or, sorry, I'm sorry. Luke Har- Tyson Kidd on the brain. Yep. Luke Harper and Ziggler for the, uh, for the uh, title, the IC title. I love the way this match starts. With Ziggler getting knocked to the outside and Harper oh, yeah. diving on him. Yeah, that that was totally awesome. Uh, I hate that this is almost the exact same beginning to the match of when Harper won the title off yep. of Ziggler. Yep. But I guess we'll, we forgot about that. Mm-hmm. So Ta-da. whatever. But hey, the match itself, that this is why I like Ziggler. I like him really 
like pushing the IC title. I like that Harper can perform with somebody like Ziggler and put on honest, honestly night after night. Yep. Such a great show. Yep. Uh, there were power bombs. Michael Cole actually called a Michinoku driver. Yeah. And did ugh, fucking Jerry the King Lawler. Mm hmm. Fuck. I like, I, I had to, like, I had to get out of the what, room. What's wrong, Ryan? Oh, what did you just call it, Michael? A Michinoku driver? Where did he learn a Michinoku driver? And then JBL, he's been doing it for weeks, <laughs> for months. Uh, there was a line. I don't know if you caught it. I think it was during the Big Show match. Do you think giants are afraid of other giants? Yeah, I caught it. JBL said, "What do you mean?" And King said, "I don't know." And then he, and then they went, "Is there not a joke here? Why are you talking?" <laughs> what do you mean? I don't know. Us either. <laughs> That's what hell is like. It's a series of setups with no punchlines. <laughs> it's Jerry the King Lawler telling you a story without an end. Uh, this match has reversals, crazy shit left and right, mm -hmm. awesome stuff all over the ring. Uh, I love that there was a power bomb reversed into like a face buster. Yeah, that, that was, was cool. Sick. Two super kicks and a zigzag to end this match. Awesome. Great ending. Cool. Yep. Uh, this crowd was not very good through mo through after the beginning of like the very first match. Mm -hmm. They were not very good. One hundred percent not their fault. No, it was a three shit. hours is too long for this. Mm -hmm. Please do two hours on Raw again. I I think I was reading something uh this last week that talked about the ratings on Raw and how they've been the worst they've been in years. Mm -hmm. Mostly starting around the time that Raw became three hours. It's a pay per view every week. With with less important wrestling and more shitty recaps. Yeah. So I I don't I, we're watching this every week because we're fans of wrestling and everything. I didn't even watch this week. Yeah. And I have a podcast about it. Yeah. So take that for what the fuck is worth. I don't I, know. It's too long. It's too long. I hope they go. I mean, I get that they probably make more money off of selling ad space mm -hmm. on the USA. That's network. the point. It's 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 money now than it's. He'd rather take money now than money later. That's what it comes down to. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, Jerry the King Lawler asked Dolph Ziggler what he thought of the match, and he's like, I did it. Whatever. Uh, Rowdy Roddy Piper promo. Notes? I don't care about okay. this. Okay. Me neither. Uh, crowd chance for Ryback. Here comes Ryback. Yay. Uh, that, that's kind of it. They brawl. Rusev and Ryback brawl. Any notes? Uh, I'm excited to see a feud between the two. I think yeah. that'd be really cool. Yep. So uh, do that instead of all of that shit. Yep. Uh, six Diva tag match. Santa's little helper match. Mm. Emma's on TV, so I like it. Yeah, so is Paige. Yep. Big Paige. Huge Paige chance. Everyone wants Paige. It's okay. We're going to not give them what they want. Great. Paige's entrance is uh, very, like, racy Yeah. now. Yep. It's less the uh, the fierce and more yep. the, like, like saucy lady. Yep. And it's like, ah. I agree. Uh, also, her tights are uh, pretty much, like... A sheer speedo with yep. a thong underneath. Uh -huh. I don't know if anybody's been uh, paying attention. That's what's up. But um, thank you, Paige. Thank you, Paige. Uh, Alicia Fox wins with her like little head scissors thing. Mm -hmm. I really like it. Yeah, little head scissors thing sounds like you're passing it off. Yeah, like like diminutive, and I don't mean it that way. Mm -hmm. I I really like that. I think that move looks cool. Yeah, I think it's a great diva's finisher. I, I think so I think too. It, I think it's very cool, and she can kind of like. It, you can see like a little sequence where it ends in that, and it's and it's mm -hmm. nice. So Emma wins. Yay! Emma. Uh, Naomi had a cool sequence here, yeah. where she uh, kind of like knocked Cameron around and did uh, like a couple of cool moves. Mm -hmm. Super athletic. I yeah. love Naomi. She really could be something. Yep. We say it for the past what two or three weeks, and just yep. Ascension wow. on Raw next week. Yay! Um, 
Miz versus Jey Uso. I, it says Jey Uso here. So, oh, okay. Unoso. Uh, notes on this match. I wrote Jimmy Uso. Well, it was Jay. <laughs> Uh, I, again, I will always watch these two because they put on Miz and Miz Dow, I should say. Yep. They put on an entertaining segment, yep. even if the wrestling isn't entertaining. Yep. So more of them in this capacity is fine by me. Mm-hmm. And I like the win for Miz rolling up, uh, Unoso and pulling the tights to get yep. a, get a little peek at the cheek. Oh, peek at the cheek from Unoso. Uh, any other notes from that? Nope. Okay. Um, Bray Wyatt has a promo. Where it's a Bray Wyatt promo, and then we get a Miracle on 34th Street match. I don't want to dismiss these guys, but, like... It wasn't that good of a match, either. I, I thought it was okay. It's just, you know, we're building up the table spots that we've already seen and other spots we've already seen. Yeah. Like, I, I I don't know. It just it, it doesn't really strike me as something that's like, ta-da. It, it's what we got last year with Sandow and, like, Ziggler. Or mm. whenever it was, it was, like, in Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. That one was, like, your mid-main. Yep. And it was like, oh, this is the fun match of the yep. night. So this had that weird, like, painting of, like, hey, this is serious. Yeah. But then the, like, shitty filter of this is Christmas. Yep. The best part of the match was the crowd re- response from Bray Wyatt mm-hmm. uh, when they wanted him to throw Dean Ambrose through the last standing tree. Yeah. Because the crowd just was chanting, one more tree, one more tree. And Bray <laughs> Wyatt was going to do something, uh-huh. but instead picks up Dean Ambrose and throws him through the last tree. Yep. That was cool. Ta-da! Also, uh-huh. they couldn't figure out how to make a candy cane pun on the kendo stick. Kendo cane. Fucking kendo cane. They didn't call the the Russian leg sweep with the kendo stick the white Russian leg sweep either, but that's just me loving gimmick names for moves. I, I mean, if you're going to go... Gimmick, go fucking all the way gimmick. Uh-huh. I, like, how could they not think of those things? Brian, do you think a giant's afraid of a giant? I don't know. <laughs> the end! We did it! He was, was he legitimately asking? Yes! <laughs> um, notes from that uh, match? Anything uh, else? Uh, no. What'd you think of the end? Uh, the end was fine. I mean, it's, it, it's a, it's a ping pong back and forth of the exact same match uh-huh. for the past Th- what th- this is now the third event f- uh-huh. since the pay-per-view uh-huh. so they've all been street fights uh brooklyn brawls or whatever they're fucking called uh-huh. or uh junkyard boot camps give it whatever they are. They're, fucking... they're definitely junkyard boot camps call them whatever the fuck you want it's uh-huh. all a, it's all a street fight yep or a hardcore match yep or an extreme rules match so bray wyatt wins and then there's more aftermath that that's it it's just a stall period for the next two weeks. We did it. Yeah. I'll watch Raw next week. We did a two-handed high five. That was pretty cool. Yeah. High ten. Hang tough. Hang tough. Brian, we did it. We did it. I will watch Raw next week. That's okay. You probably <laughs> won't miss much. <laughs> yeah, you're right. It's the New Year special. Yeah. Oh, so it's going to be more of the same. Yep. I hope Big Show dresses up like a baby again. Remember that? <laughs> I fucking forgot about that. How? How did you forget? Because why would I want to remember it? I remember it all the time. I'm sorry. I guess I just try to forget things that yep. I don't like. Ta-da! <laughs> hey, just so everyone knows, we recorded this podcast, and we've been recording this podcast on the last three or four weeks on the Razer Siren, the brand new Razer microphone. Hell yeah. I love it. I think it sounds better than our regular microphone. It's got a warmer sound. It, I agree. It, it sounds very nice. So you guys can go check that out, RazorZone.com. Thank you, Razor, for hooking us up with a whole bunch of microphones. Yeah. You'll be seeing those on the Mega64 podcast soon, I think. So. Yeah. We did it! 
We wrapped up episode number 41. One. One. Next week, 42. The uh, answer to life, the universe, and everything. Remember that from Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy? No. Uh, that was, uh, what's the what's the meaning of life? 42. Get it? Get it? Uh, yeah, I get it. Get now. it? Yeah. Isn't that funny? Uh, yeah, Belgium. Isn't that funny for uh, some fucking 1960s fucking nerds? Idiots? You fucking goddamn grow up fuck you hey comedy's moved on since Monty Python you shits uh hey listen all over the universe this one word is the most offensive word and you guys happen to name the country after Belgium that is a joke from that book ah fuck Jesus Christ alright hey instead of reading Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy (laughs) fucking throw it in the trash Uh and listen to episode 42 of the Go Home Show next week it's going to be the second best episode we have ever had nothing's going to top nothing's going to top 32 32. no it's impossible it's literally impossible we reached a peak at 32 Mm -hmm. and we understand that and all we can do is try to be as good at that as like 32 Mm -hmm. but we're never going to be no but boy howdy we can try we can definitely give it our our best try yeah we can give it the old college we're gonna get in there and we're just gonna give 110 percent we're gonna get out there and roll up our our best and and everyone's gonna go out and just play their position and uh, and, you know the other team's playing their game but we got our offense and they've got their defense all about playing the offense that we want to play as much respect uh, as the offense get the the defense off the field so the offense can get on and we you can we you take know, the field and you we may, do exactly you what our game plan and is and that is playing and you give 110 game so you guys can email us go home show at mega64.com hit us up on twitter at go home show on tumblr the go home show.tumblr.com on facebook facebook.com slash the go home show brian mm. we've wrapped it up that's we're right. way over time but that's okay because episode 42 is next week. Uh, we're not going to be doing what every other fucking podcast does, which is like, or oh, you're in review, you're in special, because wrestling's still on and we have to keep reviewing it. Yeah. So maybe we'll talk about like what matches we liked or something, but we're not going to do that. In two weeks, we will have a pay-per-review, though, Yeah. I think, because I have to go to CES. So, sorry. Da-da, da-da-da-da. <laughs> Brian, anything you want to leave these folks with? Yeah, can I go home? <laughs>